World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. All right, I gotta make a confession. Jonathan, I'm sending it to you right now. I just sent you a picture. Gotta make a confession. I was up. Oops, there, there it comes up. Going all week, a busy, busy weekend. Good, good weekend. Birthday party for my grandson. Just a really, really crazy. A lot of, lot of stuff going on. Camping, yada, yada, yada. But I have to make a confession to all of you today. I pulled in uh, on, my, on my way. It wasn't on my way home. I went to, to the gas station to get something. Can't remember what it was. I was with Steve Deck. We were getting gas. That's what it was. That's what you'd get at gas stations, wouldn't you? And lo and behold, here's, here's what I saw. Can you get it up there, John? For all of you that wanted to argue with me last, I did my mea culpa. There is a gas truck delivering gas. Boom. I, I saw one, okay? Now, I want you to know this, that on the way home, I didn't see any. I was riding with George, and George was driving really, really fast, Betty. He didn't have a, he didn't have a fuzz buster, and he was driving really, really fast. Not only did we not see one tanker truck all the way, but not one cop. Now, somebody explain that to me. Somebody explain that to me. If we from just northwest of or north uh, east of Pittsburgh to my home, that's about two hundred and ten miles. Not one police within see one cop. Somebody explain that to me. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, uh, maybe they're maybe they're all off for resting J sixers. That that could be it. Hey, we had a great weekend. Thanks for joining us here today on Monday. Mondays are always kind of rough for me because I got so many daggone things going on, and uh, meaning catching up from last week and then. And then all the new information that's come upon us and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so I want to, let me, let me do a little bit of homework here, whatever. Uh, first of all, thanks to Bobby Lee for putting that thing together. We were at Fort Necessity, which is uh, north. Where is that, Bobby? Southeast. South, southeast. Southeast of Pittsburgh. You, bro- you broke up there. Anyway, uh, we had about. Go ahead, Bob. Southwest Pennsylvania. Yeah, southwest of Pennsylvania. And we had a we had a turnout. I, I never really got a good truck uh, count, probably between 20 and 30. I was camped all night, although I'll be honest, I did not stay Saturday night. I went Friday night, stayed all day Saturday. When the activities were done on Saturday, I just had a million things I had to do. So George drove really fast and got me home. But I just want to tip my hat to Bobby putting that thing together. And um Fort Necessity, I really, I learned a lot. I really, really learned a lot. Did you know? I didn't know this. Amazing, we don't know our history. That uh, the French and Indian War, 1860, uh, 1764, French and Indian War, which is what Fort Necessity was about, precipitated the revolution. And in a nutshell, here's kind of what happened. Uh, French and Indian War, the French and the, and, uh, the Amer- uh, British were fighting over expansion of the, of the New World. And both of them took some Indians, and Indians just kind of, uh, they were they went and helped whichever team could help them the most at the time. But what happened then after the, the French and Indian War was over in 1864, the colonists had fought and uh, the settlements, and the, the British had basically had, had won and taken over. And then what happened? Then the king decides he wants to tax the colonists. So think about that a minute. The, the French and Indian War, 1864, for about six or seven years, the war is over, and now all of a sudden the king's starting to tax everybody. And that's what, folks, that, that's what launched the American Revolution, whether we realize it or not. People getting money put in, taken out of their pockets. <laughs> they, they, they didn't want to pay any money to the king. But isn't it amazing that the king needed the money because of war debt? And look at where we are in America. War debt, war debt, war debt, war debt, war debt, over and over and over and over and over again, right? And then I thought I had uh, John Diamond made a really, really good point, which I knew, but I never really thought about it. Mike Spalding's coming up with us. Hang in there, Mike. I'll get to you. 
Um, I really knew, but I never really thought about it. We, th- we, think of, we think of world history linear, meaning timeline. If you ever see somebody draw a timeline for you, there's a starting point, and then there's 10 years later, and then there's 15 years later, and then there's 20 years later, and we show a timeline, right? But John, during his discussion, he didn't really hammer this, but this is the revelation I got on it. We, we, run, we live in cycles. We're secular, 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 cycle. It's one cycle after, just over. And Jesus said, the Lord, I'm sorry, the Bible said, nothing new under the sun. Just over and over and over. Same cycle, over and over and over and over, over, over and over and over. And that was one of the things I picked up before necessity is looked, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over again. The government just does, this, does the same thing to us over and over and over again. And so I got a great revelation from going out there. And folks, if you want to put something on your schedule as a neat place to go, go for necessity. And uh, it's, it's worth the time if you're close out that way. But it spurred another thing in me. Uh, by the way, they did a real great little 20-minute uh, uh, free video in the, in the lodge or whatever you call that place, visitor center. It's pretty good. And I, think Bobby, I think Bobby got a copy of that. We might show that at some point. But uh, here's, what, uh, here's one of the things that came out. Number one. We're going to start doing this quarterly. Wait a minute. Not necessarily going camping like this. Some of them expressed it. We got to get together. Coach. We need to get together more. This is really encouraging and refreshing for me. We got to do that. So uh, I'm working on a date. October, we're going we're to have another event. We're going to get people together. Not the big annual one. Maybe we can do these things regionally. I said we can do it at Sky High. Maybe we could do one regionally. Maybe somebody down in Tennessee or somebody out in Oklahoma says, we're going to have one. And uh, I think it's a really good idea because, again, man, the fellowship is so rich. It's just so rich. And we really don't argue over stupid stuff, although we just, yes, we discuss some of that stuff. And, of course, we do. But uh, I, I said, and I stay behind that, we we got to have a plan. The man with a plan is always at an advantage if the man doesn't have a plan. And so uh, I think that uh, it tells us forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, even more as we see that day approaching. So we're going to, I'm going to work with our, our, our crew and we're going to be doing something somewhere early October, first or second week of October. We'll get, get that on the schedule as well. Um, thanks, Bobby. Just thanks for all the time and effort and stuff that you put into it. And everybody came and uh, had too much food. Bob and Tammy, and just a lot, lot, of, lot of great people that came. Appreciate it. Appreciate all of you. I'm not going to say any more because I'll forget people. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, I, want, I want to cover this before I bring like Dr. Mike Spalding in. We're going to talk about Go There for conference. Uh, because everything's secular. Secular means a cycle, right? Like we had changing of the seasons. We had, we had, uh, we had July last year, and we'll have July next year. We'll have July in two years. And we'll have winter next year, and we'll have fall next year, and we'll have spring next year. Because everything's in cycles. But we think linear. We think timeline, 1803, 1907, 2008. We think timeline, and it's a cycle. It's a circle. If we could come to understand that, that we are in another cycle, another circle right now, especially as it, revol- as, uh, as, as it applies to government in America. Just go back and look at the upheavals of government. In history, it's one of the things I picked it for necessity. Overthrowing government, overthrowing government, overthrowing government, overthrowing government. Trying to be in charge, trying to be in charge, over and over and over and over. And I've pondered a lot uh, this weekend. Uh, the whole Jim Caviezel, uh, Sound of Freedom. We, are you looking at me? We see the devil behind every tree. For the most part, I mean, I just I just go down Facebook. If Jim Caviezel had, uh, I, don't, I don't care what it is, we can't see good in anything. You can't trust Trump. You can't trust Caviezel. You can't tr- trust uh, Mike Flynn. You can't. Anybody picking up what I laying down? No matter what comes up, you can't trust him. Oh, he's part of this, and he's part of this, and he's part of this. Oh, and he's part of this, and he did this, and he did this, and he did this. And oh, Is everybody with me? Now, I'm, I'm a trust but verify guy, okay? I'm a trust but verify guy. But I got to tell you something. It freaking wears me out. 
it wears me out. And I want to I want to lay something on the table here for a few minutes, and then I'm going to shut up and I'm going to move on. Here's can I give you my take? Can I give you my take? I don't know if Jim Caviezel is a good guy or a bad guy. They say he's a Mason coach. Oh, the Vatican's got control of him. In fact, oh my goodness, you see who he calls out, right? Uh, he shows he doesn't talk about the Vatican. He doesn't talk about Hollywood. And boom! What happens this weekend? Caviezel talks about the Vatican, calls out the Pope, right? And then um, Wahlberg comes forward and he calls out calls out uh, um, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So, so look, are you looking at me? I don't care where the information comes from. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? They say, well, listen, Caviezel is Hollywood, the 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 Masons. They're they're all just doing this because they're setting us up for something else, and that may be. Just curious if anybody out there have ever heard of an interception or a fumble. Do you ever watch a football game where there's an interception? In other words, one team's driving, they got a good game plan going, it's going good, and all of a sudden, boom, they make a mistake. They throw a pass. Whoops! And the other team gets. Can the Christian church intercept child trafficking? Can we intercept it? Or are we just going to sit back and say, I can't trust Caviezel, the Pope, they're all connected? Maybe they are. Can we make an interception? Can we cause a fumble? Can, is, is the Christian church going to continue to deny child trafficking is going on and say, well, it's just the Masons? Huh? Huh? Amen, Coach. It may be. Can we cause a fumble? Could we get the church? to truly focus on child trafficking against the new world order, could the church of Christ rise up and destroy the new world order in regards to child trafficking? I say yes. I say yes. Somebody said, you better be careful, coach, because they're just setting us up, and they're setting us up for real ID, and they're setting us up to, to be able to, to uh, chip your children and all coach their, 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 their oh, They probably are. Can we cause a fumble? If you're looking for the freaking devil behind everything going on, you're sick. Now, hang on. Amen. He's behind everything going on. But did you ever, did you ever in your whole life ever watch a boxing match? Have you ever heard of punch, counter punch? And we are being paralyzed on our team because we're being taught don't trust anybody. Hey, Chad, I'm going to say this, okay? Anybody say amen out there? Anybody say amen? Can't trust Flynn. Can't trust Trump. Can't trust Biden. Can't trust this guy. Can't trust that guy. Can't trust this guy. It's the Masons. It's the Vatican. It's anybody picking up what I'm laying down? Amen. It makes me want to gag. Can somebody out there please cause a fumble? In fact, I've told this story a million times. No, not a million. That's a lie. Sorry, Lord. A million times. When when I was coaching football. And the other, I'm, I'm not telling, I'm telling you the truth. During the course of the football game and the other teams being successful, they're driving the ball on us. You, you could ask some of our former players. I would walk up and down the sidelines and I would yell at our players, pray for a fumble, pray for a fumble, pray for a fumble. Because why? Because the other team can make mistakes too, boys and girls. And you can tell me what you want to about Caviezel and child trafficking and it's, it's the Masons and it's Illumina. It might be. Can somebody cause a fumble? Huh? Can anybody out there knock the ball out of their hands and pick it up and run with it? Is that, is that possible? We're not, we're not able to do that because, listen, you are being paralyzed. You're paralyzed by mistrust. I'm going to tell you this. There's some of you in the queue I don't even know. And there's some of you in the queue I don't know enough to trust. I trust, but I verify. In fact, I do that everywhere I go. I trust, but verify my mechanic. I trust and verify my carpenter. I trust and verify the guy who just came and killed the bugs in my house. I trust, but verify. But at some point, you got to hire somebody to do the daggone job. And they have now exposed child trafficking. I don't care if I don't care if it's the Masons or the Mormons or the Vatican or the Luciferians. Child trafficking has been exposed. What are you going to do with it? 
Amen. Amen, Coach. Don't send Boom, me. Coach. Don't send me one more picture. Don't send me one more post of Caviezel doing this or this. Don't send this. No, don't send me one more. Because you know, and I know, child trafficking is real. Children are being trafficked. Are we going to cause a fumble or not? Hmm? Coach, make a play. Watch out. That that guy's just going to pass the ball to this guy. He's got you over here. He's got you distracted. You're going to pass it over here. Hey, look. I played my whole life. I lived my whole life in sports where the object was to trick the other team. Huh? That, that's how you won football games. You tricked the other team. You made them think you were doing this when you did this. What, what is wrong with us to not understand that we are in a war against a trickster? Drop my glasses. I recognize a fumble when I see one. Can I tell you something? They fumbled. They fumbled. Now, will the Christian church pick up the fumble and run with it? Or is it going to be a big scrum and we're going to fight all over? And the next thing we know, the guys are diving on the ball and it pops out and goes out of bounds and they, they maintain possession of the ball. I feel, I feel this really deeply. Yeah. We're no, we're no, we're no good. We're no good because we, we won't. We, Folks, it's all Christianity. Christian, Christian, Christians don't play together. You don't trust the, trust the Baptists. You don't trust the Methodists. You don't trust the Lutherans. Huh? Well, I don't trust the Luciferians. I don't either. I don't trust the Vatican. Do you hear me? I do not trust the Vatican. I don't trust Mormonism. I'm sorry. I don't trust Mormonism. I don't trust the Vatican. I don't trust, uh, um, I don't trust the Southern Baptist Convention. I don't trust them. But I'm willing to work with them if they'll wake up and get in the game. But I'm not going to sit back here and say, oh, see, there's a game plan. Uh-huh, see, they're tricking. They're tricking. They're doing that trickeration again. They got you all tricked. Huh? Yeah. Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. If you can't, if you don't have the ability to discern good from evil and right from wrong and truth from a lie, you must not be in contact with the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not saying this that I always get it right because I don't. I don't. But in the belly of my belly, as deep as I can go in my belly, I think the devil messed up by exposing child trafficking to the world. That's what I think. Now, they're going to try to take child trafficking. And as I said, Get DNA from your children in the in the, in the form of safety. They're going to try to. Are y'all with me? The devil's going to. Devil is now going to make. The devil's going to say, "Okay, child trafficking's going on. You got me. All right, you got me." And then the devil said, "Well, here's a great plan. We'll start. Uh, we'll start chipping people. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll sell all those Christians on chipping and real ID. Yeah, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do." Devil's exposed. He's fumbled the ball. I got to say amen, coach. Thank you. Amen. That's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. And I'm tired of us trying to trust or verify whether or not you can trust Caviezel. I have a video. I'm not going to show it today. Hang on there, Doc. I'll get you in there. I got to get this out of my system. Caviezel, Jim Caviezel, exposed the Vatican. On was it Thursday, Friday, one of the interviews, he called out the Pope. Where are you, Pope? Where are you, bishops? Because I heard last week, you can't trust Caviezel because he ain't calling out the Vatican. And then he did. Now what? See, look, take personalities out of it and look at what has been revealed. Then are we going to pick up the ball and run with the ball? Or are we going to sit around and look at game films and try to figure out why the guy fumbled? Was it an intentional fumble? Hmm. That, that is what we do, isn't it? It is. You say, well, coach, you don't see the big picture. How the hell do you know I don't see the big picture? Maybe I don't see the big picture the same way you see the big picture. But I see the big picture. I see the devil against the son of God. That's what I see. That's what I see. And it manifests itself in a lot of ways. Amen. At some point, baby, 
you don't have to pick up the fumble and run with it. All right, is there anything else I want to do? Um, it's not about, it's not about what the other side does, it's what are we going to do. It's not about what information they know and they have, it's going to be what are we going to do with the information we know and we have. What are we going to do with it? Bingo. That's what I wrote down right here. Oh, I got, I got to get into here in a second. Uh, I'm sweating this morning. I've been, I've been, I, I, I just been watching. I, I just, I just go on Facebook and I scroll down Facebook and I see nothing but conspiracy theories about this guy and that guy. You can't trust this guy. Here he is. He's doing this and he's doing this and he's doing this and doing this. I just want to gag. There is a devil. There is a God. There are child trafficking. What are you going to do about it? Amen, coach. Boom, coach is right. Going in, Julie, then Johnny, then Judah, and then I'm going to get Michael, Mike in here. Go ahead, Julie. Good morning. You're so right. Um, I know I am. Just look at the, 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 the devil, enemy, whatever, you, you know, the adversary. He's now that the truth is out about all of us, he's trying to cause confusion and get people to focus on this person, that person, or whatever. And then, like you said, not to do anything about it, but just like in a shoot the messenger, shoot the messenger. That's all they want to do. You can't trust Caviezel, can't trust the Mormon guy. Uh, They're connected to the Vatican. Well, then it's on our you understand that destroys that destroys the confidence of our team. Do you understand that? Amen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Johnny B. Come on in, Johnny. Good morning, guys and gals. Uh, yeah, that they definitely fumble, Coach. You're right. And uh, it's waking up a lot of people that didn't realize that uh, all this stuff is going on. And uh, But Doug and Stacy did come out with a really good video this weekend that I recommend everybody check out. And I think that the danger of this movie is that they're raising uh, money for the wrong uh, cause. I think it's going to Clinton Foundation or something. Maybe, maybe Johnny. But our, who are our churches raising money for? Hey, Johnny, uh, probably, who, probably, who are our churches raising money for? Clinton Foundation. Probably for themselves and their probably new buildings and yeah, carpet. Like that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> See, we get mad because the devil's smarter than us, right? We blame the devil for being smart. So you go watch that movie, huh? And you're putting money right into the coffin or the coffers of the Mormon church. You go do that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because church down the road, building a bigger building and padded pews. That's what that's what they're doing with their money. So it's not the money. It's how the money's being used. Huh? Hey, they're printing it every freaking day. They're printing it faster than you can spend it. Judah. Well, it's time for someone to make a big play. That's what they always told us, man. And yep. I'll tell you what, they made a big play, and they're running the ball all the way down the line and into the goal, into the end zone. And you know what? The other team right now is calling foul. And I don't care what they do because we're winning. We're winning, man. We can't even recognize they fumbled. We don't like the guy who caused the fumble. We're mad at the guy on our team who caused the fumble. Boom. He he didn't come to all the practices. He wasn't he wasn't in there doing everything the coach did. No, hey, you know what? Hmm? You don't have to be a man of God to be God's man. Hmm? Just checked all throughout the Bible of the right. fumbles caused in the Bible. You don't think God can cause fumbles? Come on in, Lauren. Good morning, y'all. Okay, I have a couple of questions and a statement. The statement is, we are first in goal. And the question is, is where is your wisdom coming from and where is your hope? Right now, we are a house divided against each other. Jim Caviezel continually, and so does Tim Ballard, when they speak publicly, they point to Christ. They do. So it does not matter where you go to church or what doctrine, because pick the idol in your own church or in your own backyard or in your own house. But until we are first in goal, they fumbled. They're calling foul like they always do because they're spoiled little kids having a temper tantrum because they are. 
And you know, coach, when you, you, you know your playbook, you're not going to expose it to the opposite team. You've watched their plays. They, Tim Ballard for two decades has watched their plays. So is Victor Marks. So is Jaco Boyens. Can you so say my, pizza? Can you say Pizzagate? Common pizza. Can you guys see what's going on? Can you see Haiti Clinton Foundation? Can you can you see that child trap? Can you see? Can you connect the dots? And they fumbled. Exactly. And we're first in goal. We're not there to kick a field goal to get three points. We're there to go in for the touchdown. And then this has all been exposed. And the way this film was made, this is the invitation from God. What are you going to do? And again, this is the second time I brought this up. The greater darkness is knowing about this and doing nothing. So instead of dividing yourself about where you go to church or whatever, because whatever you send your money to, you're on that trading floor. So figure out and ask God and ask him for the wisdom and ask him for wisdom because the wisdom is the word. And if you're not reading the Bible, then you need to sit down, repent and tell Jesus because he is called the word. You're Mm -hmm. you're sorry that you're seeking your own wisdom or you're seeking Satan's wisdom because he's disguised it as going to your wherever you want to go to your church and you're trading on the wrong trading floor because they're not talking about human trafficking. They're not talking about mutilating your children. They're not talking about adrenochrome and they're not talking about organ harvesting because when they're done raping these kids 13, 14, 15 times a day, they organ harvest them and then they harvest their adrenochrome, their adrenal. Yes, yes. So do something about it because because you're just as guilty as them. Uh, you don't do anything. Oh no, Tim Ballard's a Muslim. Hey, J- hey, Jim Caviezel, he prays to Mary. He prays to Mary. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, folks. And Amen to you guys. They are attacking the credibility of the messenger, which is what they always do. Can I tell you the truth? I don't care who Jim Caviezel is serving. He caused a fumble. Now, all of football, spent my life coaching football, is during the course of the game to try to figure out the other team's game plan. What are they trying to do? And when I figured out what they were trying to do, we countered it. In fact, sometimes we used their strength to beat them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. Hello. Hmm? They got that. They got that defensive end that's always crashing down. Man, he's good at. It. He's cutting off that off tackle gap. Oh, he may have been a Mormon. He might have been from the Vatican, but he's cutting down. He's cutting off that off tackle gap. We can't get it. So hey, we just pull the ride and go around, go around him, and he's down inside chasing after the ball, and the ball's out around him. They fumbled. Right. That's where. Not only did they fumble, they can't get back up, Coach. I'm not kidding. Jeff Klein, go, Jeff. Just want to say real quick, JR's website is lastcallradiolive.com. The show is on there. He said it's archived. You got Harriet Child Trafficking and Tom Dunn through the black. These two hammered this show for two Wait, hours. Are they Mormons? Are they Mormons? Do they no, do I this? Don't, I don't know what religion this? they are. I don't even know what religion they are. Do they I know do this, re- Jeff? Do they do no, this? I've never seen him do that. But they're oh, rescuing okay. kids. So basically, right. you know, and I told everybody when we were on the show Saturday, we need to send some money to these two guys and help them. So immediately when the show's over, I hooked them both up a little bit of cash. And I said, what do you guys need? We'll help you out. So Tom is actually, Tom Dunn said, here in the next few weeks, he's coming down to the garage and share with our people in the garage just what's going on. So just go there and check it out on JR's show. Amen. Betty Perkins, come on in. Sorry. sorry. I might make some mad but people need to get discernment and research before they send you some emails so if these guys were catholic or mormon or etc whatever they're doing don't don't you think they could have had a change of heart and gave their life to jesus i did i i was a different person before i was born again so these people who have nothing better to bomb better to do they to bomb your email weren't they changed at one point or were they not? Jim Caviezel more clearly. Art- Jim Caviezel more clearly articulates the gospel than ninety percent of the Christians that I know. That's all I know. That if he's on the other team, whew, well, he's giving out some trade secrets here. 
Uh, Myra, quickly, then I'm bringing in Dr. Spalding. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. 1 John 3, 15. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 By the way, can I tell you, can I give you a miracle? Let me give you a miracle. And Mike Spalding, I hope you're out there, Mike. I'm ready to get you in there. Tell you a miracle that happened. These are little things happen all the time. Glenn, uh, our good buddy Glenn Claremont shows up. He, he went to, went this, this weekend, showed up at my house. He shows up at my house, and he brings a printer. He said, Coach, uh, uh, my wife and I thinking, uh, you know, yeah, we had this old printer. Maybe we need a printer. You guys know that my printer broke on Thursday. And he shows up with a printer. <laughs> I just kind of say, are you kidding me? Because I was thinking, works. well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get one. I was thinking about that, and there it comes at my door. Amazing. Thanks, Glenn. Roger Gates, let me get in there. Then no more calls. Let me get Roger, and then I'm going to get Mike Spalding in here. Sorry, Mike's been so long. Yeah, Coach, go ahead, the people that drink Bud Light did more in making a statement against the transgender than the church did. Isn't it? Hey, hey, is that the truth? Hey, Roger, did they do this? Did they do this? Huh? Huh? They do this? You're right. Again, the heathen, the heathen did more against transgenderism than the church ever did. Whoa, Roger, if I had a helmet decal, I'd send it to you. Boom. My good friend, Dr. Mike Spalding, thanks for hanging on out there so long, Mike. Uh, Mike's got a a go there for, go ye therefore conference coming up here in in about 10 days, 11 days, 12 days, however many, in a short time coming up here. And I've been trying to give a little bit more, been meaning to give a little bit more attention to it. And I've kind of dropped the ball. So uh, Jonathan, if you could pull the website up there and Dr. Mike, come on in, buddy. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Thanks for being such a good friend and thanks for fighting the way you fight because folks, Mike Spalding's one of the good ones. I get on pastors all the time. He's one of the good ones. There are good ones and he's one of them. Thanks for joining Coach. us, Mike. Coach, good morning. It's good to see you. The, again, looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. And yep. love what you were saying this morning. It, it reminded me a couple of things. And it's an age-old strategy. Uh, philosophers say that, that um, pure, great ideas that motivate and move people, the enemy kills that. They call it death by a thousand qualifications. Have you heard that phrase? <laughs> death by a thousand qualifications. Yeah. But, 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 and, and then all of a sudden people start dropping away because they think, well, I, I, I can't be affiliated or associated it's, with that. Like that it's, is so true. See, they're trying to scare people away from Caviezel. Yep. That's exactly right. And trust and, that other guy, he's a Mormon too. And by the way, they're just raising money to, to advance the Mormon cause. And they may be doing that. What are we going to do? It doesn't have anything to do with them. Yeah, exactly right. And if you oh. if you continue down that road, Coach, you already know this is what you're talking about. Continue down that road, eventually you'll start cannibalizing each other. Huh. Then, then nobody's fit to do anything, and we've got no cohesion, no team, because everybody wants to point the finger at everybody else about yeah. this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And it has nothing whatsoever – can we admit that human human sex trafficking is a global epidemic? In fact, Caviezel said this at the end of the movie when he was just speaking. He said it's a $150 billion global trade industry. I went out and trust and verify. I went out and looked, and sure enough, our own wicked government is admitting to that figure. Mike, so if, it, if they'll admit... Mike, why won't they close the border? A duh. Exactly right. <laughs> and talking about pastors, there's a couple pastors out there that um, are all in favor of open borders and all of this stuff. And it's like, uh, first thing you need to do is get on your knees and repent. And then the second thing you need to do is get in your Bible and figure out that that's not loving to allow. I think it's 85,000 since since 21 
85,000 unaccompanied minors have come into the country that they've lost, Coach. They have no idea where these 85,000 children are Mike, at. That, that would be an unaccompanied minor would be a child. Is that Would that be right, Mike? Yep. 85,000? 85,000. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, Mike, let me ask you something. Are the people keeping the statistics, are they doing this, you think? Uh, are, they, are they doing this and are they doing this, you think? I mean, it's it's crazy. Isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> so they've told us eighty five thousand of these children, unaccompanied minors, have disappeared. Yep. Disappear. No idea where they're at. And folks, Catholic Children Services is one of the ones fighting hardest to keep the borders open. That's correct. Mm. Yeah. This yep. is wicked, yeah. isn't it, Doc? Mike, this it's, is some wicked stuff, buddy. It's a it's a money making beast, really that's been unleashed on America and uh, most of the, well, much of the church just wants to sing louder <laughs> to drown it out. Mike, does it bother you that uh, Tim Ballard was a Mormon? I could care less, Coach. Does it bother you that Jim Caviezel is a Catholic, praise to Mary? You know what we see? You know what we see in America today, Coach, right now, in America, right now, we've got Christian Christians that are standing side by side now. Hold your ears, those of you who have a weak heart. Christians standing side by side with Muslims in places where they're trying to bring in mm. indoctrination, critical race theory, and, and some of this transgender nonsense. They're standing together and saying, not in my school and not with my children. Why aren't we doing that? I don't care Amen. that you're Muslim. I'll preach Jesus to him some other time. Amen, baby. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we're going to stand together on that issue. And I think Mike, that's what we, we need to we do. We want a pure Christianity when we ain't even pure, brother. <laughs> right? Yep. Oh, Jesus. Be careful of throwing stones, right, Coach? Amen. And be careful of throwing stones. That's right. That's right. I could go on and on and on, but I, yep. I won't. So, so, Mike, you're having this, this conference. And just give people a little bit of history because this ain't the, your first rodeo. No. And explain to people just how that vision came to you and all that. Yeah, so the Lord came to us, and really it was from Mike and Jeannie Kerr. Uh, he had invited me to speak at a couple of his here, the Watchmen. You're there all the time, Coach. And and I thought, this is a great idea, but I don't want to have to go to Texas all the time or Idaho or Montana or, you know, what, Lord, how about if we do something like that here? And, of course, right here in Ohio, Coach, <laughs> you're only a couple of hours away from me, uh, our late. Our late friend uh, Russ was was two and a half hours from me, and Tom Dunn's an hour and a half from me. And I thought, well, we've got people right here in this state; don't have to travel very far. Why don't we just do that? And that's that's exactly what we did. We started this in 2017. It was a vision the Lord gave Kathy and I, and and it was you. You've been the one fixture, you and Tom Dunn, and Russ Dizdar and Michael Bodia, the first year. We had like 40 people. You remember, Coach, we had it, held it at the church. We've got a small building that we that we use for our gatherings, and and uh, we had 40 people. And I, I thought, well, that's great. So the second year, then we had 80 people, and I thought, um, we're going we're gonna to need some more space. So the third year, it really exploded. We, we rented a local college facility, and we had like 200 people there. Um, and this thing just took off from there, Coach, and – this year and uh Pastor Neil, what a what a what a great man he's of God. He's a good one. He's, he's a, a good, good one. one. Um met him at Jamie Wald, one of Jamie Walden's summits he did in Missouri um back in twenty I think it was twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty after all the stupidity uh that people bowed their knees to. Um September twenty twenty and Neil said, Well, hey, I'm in Brookville just an hour from you. Why don't you, why don't you come down and do one here? And so we did. And he said, I'd like to host this all the time. I'd say, what a, what a brother. Cause uh, that saves us quite a bit of money. We don't have to run a facility. We don't have to pay for audio visual, all that stuff. So, so the Lord's just been building this coach and you've watched it. You've had a front row seat to this thing over the years. And, and we're expecting this year, coach, we're expecting the, the, um, the most attendees that we've ever had Amen. Praise in the these Lord. seven years. So it continues. They're waking up, aren't they, Mike? They're waking up. And they're, they're waking, waking up, up because of events like this. Yeah. 
Well, and one of the things, Coach, you've 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 drilled this into people that that follow you and you, and your friends here. You say this all the time: is it's not that we need more head knowledge because because we really don't. And, and 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 that was your point this morning. Stop sending me emails about this, 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 and all this kind of kind of junk. Everybody's an expert now on the occult, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Everybody's yep. an expert on on the esoteric movement. Listen. We don't need more information. What we need is to take that information and put it into action. So yeah, I don't get a shirt made. I ought to get a shirt made. Just it says, "Shut up and do it." That's what I ought to get a shirt, right? Shut up and do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be. I'd buy one of those, Coach. <laughs> don't, give me, don't give me any ideas. We pass out we pass out your T-shirts at church all the time. We bought a, <laughs> several dozen, and uh, every time somebody new comes in the door, we. <laughs> We offer him a t-shirt and it's, I have to admit, sometimes I do it just purely for the response or reaction that I see, because are you going to be brave enough to wear a shirt that says true sounds like, Hey, and then list all those things on the back. And, you know, I've been surprised by people that have taken them and, and I've seen them wear them. So <laughs> like, like from your point of view as a pastor and, uh, Really, this this activism that that I push so hard for really kind of goes against the grain of modern Christianity. Sadly, really does. Um, are you seeing there in Lima? Are pastors waking up, Mike? Or are you still just kind of a lone wolf out there? Well, I've got uh, one or two guys that I can count on here in Lima. One of them is going to. I've actually invited and come speak this year. Pastor Nathan Branham is going to be with us. I want to introduce him to you. He already knows you by reputation and ministry, but, but you've never met personally. So I want to introduce you to him. He, he does a, he does a show that, um, that we broadcast uh, kingdom current. So he talks about all of this stuff that, that you talk about and some others. So he's awakening people to this information. Um, and one other guy, I was at a, at a, at a church uh, last night, visited uh in Ecclesia in town, they had a guy, an author by the name of Lucas Miles. Now I wasn't familiar with Lucas. He's, he's apparently well known in certain circles. Uh, he has a, he has a, a show on the, the Epoch Times uh, platform has written several books, but what attracted me was this church. And I know the pastor, I've met him several years ago, but we've never had real conversation, but, but I think it's going to happen now. He had Lucas there promoting his book. He, here, here's the title of the book. Should have brought it in. Uh, Woke Jesus. Hmm. Woke Jesus. So he's calling out the left progressive Christianity for allowing uh, Marxism to, to infiltrate the church because that's what, what the woke movement is all about. It's, it's about social justice and and. and uh, Marxist, Marxism, all that, of course, comes from the Frankfurt School. You know, the history. Everybody knows yes, this stuff. That's right. What are you going to do about it? That's that's the thing. So he's calling on Christians, especially parents, have children in school, to stand up to this because it is an agenda. It's a it's satanic true. agenda yeah. that, that's, that's, that has, not trying. There, it ha- well, right here in Ohio is another example, Coach. So much confusion on uh, issue one. Yep. It's coming oh, up man. August the eighth. It's it's. I mean, I've I can't tell you how many conversations I've had. People have said, "I want to ask you what's what's going on with this because I'm getting all this stuff in the mail. I'm getting this from the teachers union. I'm getting this from this, and they're saying vote no and this." And I said, "Well, here's what it boils down to: the wicked servants of Satan are going to try in November to establish a constitutional amendment, make it a a right to kill babies. That's right. That's what they're after." So you better vote yes in August to, to up that level of what it takes to change that because that's the end goal. And folks, they get their eyes get real big. It's like, really? That's really what they're doing? And I think, where have you been? Mm. Where have you been? They've done it in Wisconsin. They've done it in Illinois, New York, all these other liberal states. They've already Mike, established it. Mike, the point that I make, and I wrote on this last week, is they've lost the courts. They really are losing the courts. They've lost the Supreme Court. And everything that the left has done, they've done it through the courts, not yes. through the vote of the people. So now they've lost, and now they're going to sneak back into the legislature. And they're going yeah. to try to get it through the vote of the people, right? Because yes. listen, friends, the devil never rests. 
That's right. He just changed tactics. That's that's all he does. That's yeah. all that he does. And you look at what's going on. You just go on the internet right now, and you just see the left and the right are attacking Caviezel. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. Uh, something wrong there, in there, boys and girls. We, huh? Friendly fire, I think they they call that. So, Mike, yeah. we got about fifteen minutes late here. Let's run through this a little bit, uh, just so who's coming. And by the way, everybody wants to know how much is this thing going to cost me? What's what's the ticket, Mike? So it's fifty nine dollars, and um, coach. <laughs> You've done conferences before, so so you, you can't know, go to Wendy's with your family for fifty nine dollars. <laughs> fifty nine dollars is uh, Kathy and I invest a lot of our own financial resources into this to make it happen and and keep it at fifty nine dollars. If if we were going to cover the expenses of this thing uh, without our investment, we'd have it at about ninety nine dollars. Yeah, but that's but that we're not in it for that we're in it to make this available to the most people um so it's it's 59 bucks and that's in person or live stream you can live stream it you can camp out there if you want to you can pull a camper in the parking lot and sleep in the yeah, camper yep yep neil's got plenty of room uh hookups for rvs i know uh, liberty mel does that she usually brings her camper yeah yeah and um, so, uh, if we could real quick, uh, uh, Jonathan, go to the, the speakers. Look, let's just run down through them real quick there. Mike, can you see the screen? Yes, I can. Okay, you, I'll let you just run down through. Uh, just you don't have to tell us a whole lot about these people, but just who they are. Spalding, yeah. Dr. Spalding. Doc, uh, Derek and Sharon Gilbert. Um, if you're interested. These, in... are front, these are frontline folks. These are frontline mm-hmm. speakers. Ab- absolutely. Derek and Sharon, what I love about their ministry is they make, this is the way I describe it, Coach, they connect the backstory. They do, man. They connect the dots. They connect the dots. They they connect the backstory. They're like color commentary on on the scriptures because, friends, if you don't understand the context of the biblical books, why they were written, why it says what they said – if you don't understand the context, the people that were receiving it originally, I'm going to just be bold and say, you got no clue what it actually means. Yeah, Let's leave it at that. So Derek and Sharon are good at that. Dr. Michael Lake is a, is a become a dear friend and, and he brings uh, what I like about Dr. Lake is he brings a, um, a Hebraic heritage. Don't mishear me and don't put words in my mouth. Because I know as soon as I say something like Hebraic heritage, oh, you are Hebrew roots, your your Hebrew roots. It's like stop that nonsense. That's not what I said. Amen. The Bible is. A, listen, people don't like to admit this. It's a Jewish book. Get over it. He brings the history of of the Hebrews into play and says, well, this is why it says that because this is what they believe. Now, where's the application for us today? What's, what's the principle or the truth behind that? L.A. Marzulli, his name speaks for itself. <laughs> he's going to be bringing, in fact, let me tell you something. He's going to bring information that has not been discussed publicly. He's not discussed publicly anywhere. So he's going to, He's going to reveal some things he and his team have been doing. Um, and I'll just tell you, you're going to be, you're going to be amazed because uh, he shared it with me offline. And it's like, you have got to be kidding me. So anyway, uh, Ellie Missouri, Pastor Casper uh, will be there. Uh, of course, coach will be there. Coach always, and, and coach, I put you first. You probably already saw that. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> you get folks thinking immediately, uh, you challenge people immediately. You say, hey, listen, we are not here. This is not just fun and games and information. What are you going to do about what you're going to hear this weekend? So so that's why I put you first. Our friend, Dr. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, is going to be there. She's a a real warrior coach in her her, uh, field. David Hebner is going to be there and he'll, he'll have a, and, and I'm closing. So, so you're opening and David's closing. <laughs> I, I think that's good bookends. Right I think there. so too. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tom Dunn's going to be there. Wow. He'll talk uh, on Friday night, Dr. Gregory Reed. Um, if you had 
Greg on the show, Coach? No, I have to. In fact, I, first I'd rather become aware of him is when Tom did his event down there in, at uh, Neil's church last, uh, whenever it was. Yeah, no, no I got to have him on. He's really good. Yeah, I, I definitely would have Greg on. Yeah. SRA Survivor um, has has taught about the dangers of the new age and, um, and, and all of those things that invaded the church. Great, great. Great guy. Kenny C's going to be on. He's Kenny's going to bring some messages on. Uh, well, if it's based on last year. I think he's expanded that. He's got a book coming out through Defender, I think, that's going to deal with frequencies yeah. and how they impact and affect us and what we can do to, to, to alleviate that. Randy Conway is joining us again. I, Randy, I call Randy the prophetic poet. Um, <laughs> He's he's got a talent that uh, the Lord has given him to write poetry, and it's it's almost like apocalyptic poetry. It's 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 a warning to the to the body of Christ. Vicky Joy's there, and have you had Vicky on? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> okay, yeah, Vicky, Vicky, and, and I've told her this personally. She she has written the best the 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 most well-researched book on demonic activity through what we call sleep paralysis, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, and I've read several books on the subject, but she has written the best. They only come out at night is, is the name of that. And my friend, uh, Nathan Branham, he's a pastor here um, in Lima. That's uh, he is, he is on board with us coach. He, he, he is just full throttled, bringing this information that you bring all the time. And it's good to, good to have another pastor yeah, here that sure. does that. Cause you know, it, it can get pretty lonely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, you know, my buddy, Dave Klontz always told me just when all the shooting starts, you want to make sure all the enemies in front <laughs> and that, that, that circular firing squad. That isn't very yeah. good. Hey, Mike, will yeah. this be streamed at all? Are they going to do yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, a live stream is available. Same same cost. Um, go thereforeconference.com is the website. Go thereforeconference.com. Uh, it's going to be a. I think this is going to be the the most powerful one. Uh, the Lord has given us several indicators and and things that that we haven't seen um, in previous conferences. And as a bonus, if you if you register, then previous two years presentation are going to be available for your viewing. So oh, man. it's like three conferences in one. I don't know how you can beat that coach. <laughs> I don't know how you can either. Okay. Let me open up for some people to get in here. Uh, look, look folks, uh, Dr. Mike and I, I've never really had this discussion with him. Uh, I don't think we probably agree hundred percent theologically. I'd say we yeah. probably got some, some differences. It's, yeah. ne- it's never been a bear. By the way, I've mm-hmm. never seen him do this. Now maybe he does do this. I, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> never seen him. But for the most part, I, I think uh, whatever our theological differences are, we, we lay them aside. Is, is there a rapture? Is there not a rapture? Preacher? What the, really, at the end of the day, friends, what does that have to do with anything about where we find ourselves today? Because the truth of the matter is I could drop dead tomorrow. Mike could drop dead tomorrow. You could drop dead tomorrow. And all this theological theory of what's going to happen is, becomes meaningless. That's why we have to preach the gospel. We've got to preach the relevant gospel that will, t- will touch hey. the hearts of men. Dave Allison, come on in, Dave. Hey, good morning, everyone. Mike, great to line up there for your conference of speakers. Congratulations on that. I, you know, you. sounds like it's going to be good. But I seen Randy Conway on the list. Um, I've been trying to get hooked up with Randy and and, and Rick, and I've kind of uh, signed up. Are they? Is he going to be talking anything about authentication at this conference? Is that one of the things? Yes or no? Or yeah, he's going to be bringing some of that. He said he's not going to go into great depth uh, on that, but he is going to give enough for people to understand this is something that they want to investigate and then do for themselves. Um, but we had Rand, or, uh, Randy and Rick. Rick was at last year's uh, Go Therefore. He did present on that. He He went through the process of authentication and why that's important to do that and laid it out for people and it, it was received well. Randy's going to touch on it again, but but they're going to direct folks to c2kreport.com for further information. And um, there's good things happening through through uh, C2K and um, and this is and this is my heart. Coach you know this, but Dave, this is my heart is to stand up the ecclesia. 
is to to build that solid foundation or build on the solid foundation that is Christ, but build up the ecclesia, help it to stand strong in these days. I was talking to somebody, I, I forget who it was, Coach, and they were they were mentioning all those beautiful buildings in, in Europe, especially Germany, those big Gothic. And I said, you know what they are? They're mausoleums. They are, brother. They They're are. dead. There's nothing going. A lot of them are mosques today. Why is that? We've got to stand up the ecclesia. We've got to strengthen the ecclesia because it's the ecclesia that's going to pull down Satan's kingdom. Amen. Amen. So, Mike, uh, we just got a couple minutes left here. Uh, from your perspective, um, what's holding back the pastors, you think? Well, let me distill it this way, because it'd be easy to say point fingers at 501c3. Yeah. It'd be easy to point fingers at um, the polity of the church. In other words, it's congregational rule or it's this or it's that. Pastors are beholden to the board. Yada, yada, yada. That's the low-hanging fruit, Coach. I think the real issue is that there are too many pastors that don't have a correct biblical world view. That's when we see pastors, it's easy to call them cowards. I've done that. It's easy to say that. But the issue is they don't understand what the scriptures actually say and therefore, they don't understand what their assignment is in the days in which we live today. And so they're just following their worldview. If they don't engage with this, if they think, well, that's political, I'm not going to get involved. They're just following their worldview. So what we need to do is educate these pastors to say, no, this is what the scriptures actually say. You are missing the boat if you're not engaging the culture and you can do that through your gospel proclamation, but you've got to point out those things in the scripture and says, listen, these are abominations. These things we should never allow in the church. And mm. if we'll do that, now that's going to take a little bit longer, coach. It's yeah. because, you know, I've said this before. The pen is really mightier than the sword. It just takes longer to get there. It's it's easier to come rushing in and flailing that sword and cutting heads off and all that kind of stuff. But if you'll lay the case, the biblical worldview for folks, to get them to understand what the scriptures actually say, that'll change their behavior and their heart, in my Amen. opinion. Let me, seg- let me segue. I hadn't intended to do this, but it works out perfectly. Pull up the first thing there, Jonathan, the Coach Dave live link. I, we've just, I got so much, uh, um, so much response from my, when I, on my Bridie on show last Monday, the second half of it, I talked about John 10. And so we've made this, folks, we've made this a standalone, a little 22-minute video on the hiring, the hiring pastors. And I'm going to put that in the chat. And I would encourage you guys, number one, watch it. And number two, Share it with your friends because it'll explain to them why we're in the midst. Mike, it's, look, you can't teach what you haven't done. You'd agree with that, wouldn't you? That's right. That's so right. most of these guys are in the pulpit, but they're not bad people. Right. He said bad theology, and they're in positions of authority. And as a result of it, because they have a different theological uh, approach, we're in the mess that we're in. And this John 10, 10 talks about the hireling pastor and uh, if you have some courage, maybe to send it to some people, even in your Bible studies, because, hey, it's edgy, but it will open their eyes up maybe a little bit to what's going on. So we'll put that in the chat. And I would ask all of you can just just share it with others out there. Clay, come on in real quick. We've got a couple minutes. Well, even if you can uh, even if you can find pastors that are willing to speak truth and tell their congregation what they need to do. If they say, get out, get out there on the battlefield or get out there on the field and make this play. If they're not willing to get out on the battlefield and on the field with them, that's that's the problem right there. And, uh, you know, you, Coach, you're one of the ones that's willing to get out there with your team instead of just telling them what to do. And that's a key factor in what makes the big difference. Amen. Amen. you got to show them how to play, right? Yep. You can't just tell them how to play. you got to show them. Randy. Yeah, Coach, what Mike said, Pastor Mike said about uh, the worldview. Let me show. Let me show you the worldview in a nutshell, real quick. Evangelism 
is what comes out of advancing the kingdom. Look, there's two the, there's two theologies here. There's dominion, and then there's this evangelistic theology. Most of the churches, the evangelical churches, push just evangelize, just evangelize. Well, dominion does it all, and then what comes out of that evangelism just happens. You do that as you go. It's two different philosophies, and that that's the worldview I think Pastor Mike's showing, trying to. Sh- we probably would have got into if he had time, but big yes. difference. Amen. Amen. Uh, it takes us back to Jude, right? Evil men crept in unaware, changed the truth of God into a lie, and worship served the create, creature rather than the creation. Dr. Mike, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us. Like, sorry I didn't give you more time, but they got to get a feel for what's going on. Go to gothereforeconference.com. Is that what it is, Mike? Is it dot Yes, gothereforeconference.com. Gothereforeconference.com. Hey, folks, even if you can't go, Get the live streaming, and then you'll have access to it as well, and you'll be able because that's a lot to take in and on the weekend. Share with your families. Amen. Share it with others. Yes, sir. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for joining us. God bless you, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.